Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. Today, we take a break from our masala fairy tales to share a Christmas story. But first, I want to remind you of our book illustration contest. Listen to all three episodes of our masala fairy tale, Jakey and the Beanstalk. Then illustrate your favorite part of the story, scan and send it to us at submissions at forallourkids.com. For the details on the rules and regulations, please visit our website forallourkids.com. That is forallourkids.com. Remember, the last date to send your submissions is December 31st, 2022. Ah, yes, it's December. And I bet many of you are eagerly waiting for a visit from Santa. It will be Christmas soon. And I'm sure you've been writing the list of toys you'd like to receive. What about the gifts you plan to give? Today's story is about the spirit of giving. Why do we give gifts around Christmas? Is it so we feel good about ourselves? Or is it to make others happy? A little boy, Brian, has the answer for us in our story, The Secret Santa. Hello kids, how are you all doing? Are you waiting to meet someone special this season? Are you waiting to meet Santa? If you meet him, what questions do you ask him? Maybe... How he enters everyone's house? Yes, it is the season of Advent. Are you all excited about Christmas? Are you all waiting for Santa to visit you? Or do you want to be someone's Santa? Mm, A secret Santa? Here, let us listen to the story, The Secret Santa by Mrs. Ebino Cordelia. The Secret Santa Thud, thud, eek! Brian woke up to the hiss and screech of the train. He peered through the window bars. The train was pulling into Ponmalai Station. Mama, are we at Nana's place? Are we at Ponmalai? Pinch me if it's real. Brian's voice rose in excitement. Brian's mom pinched his forearm gently. Ouch, Mama, it hurts. I was joking, okay? Brian pulled his hand away. Yes, Brian, we are finally home after a year. I bet Nana will be waiting for you at the gates, said Rita. A little while later, Brian and his parents stood outside the railway station. They planned to take an Ola cab to his grandparents' home, the Lourdes Villa. It was near the railway colony Ponmalai in Trichirapalli. Hong Hong! An auto pulled up near them and the driver raised his eyebrows to ask if they wanted a ride. Papa, shall we take a ride in the auto? asked Brian excitedly. Brian, let's hire an Ola cab. It will be comfortable, said Rita. Brian shook his head stubbornly. 
his eyebrows became arched in anger and his eyes turned red he twisted on his toes swung his body in circles and landed on one knee he rested one fist on the ground and held another up in the air shouting no i want to ride in an auto brian was an ardent lover of marvel superheroes especially captain america and thor he was always dramatic in his expressions brian bury your superhero in public dear you are making a scene said rita why do you insist on an auto brian irwin his father demanded papa remember they have the shandy ponmalai sandai on sundays we can look at all things displayed at the fair if we travel by auto i would love to papa pleaded brian brian's father smiled and waved at the automan over brian beamed with excitement as they loaded the suitcase and travel bags he sat in the corner of the corner so he could gaze out as they passed the ponmalai fair the auto turned into the streets of the railway colony ma have a look it's as if someone has strewn flowers on the path to welcome us said an overjoyed brian rita stuck her neck out the smell of musty pole and filled the air there was no sight of the tar road the streets were filled with various flowers yellow flame champak rain tree and gulmohar rita's eyes widened at the beautiful sight ooh i love the flowers bloom every winter do you know brian when we were kids we used to take out sepals from the gulmohars peel them at the bottom and stick them to our nails pretending to have long sharp nails she smiled at her childhood memories we are the shandy anna anna can you please drive us to the streets of the shandy brian asked the auto driver the shandy was a sea of colors little boys walked around holding vibrant stars while others filled with colorful serial lights christmas trees big and small stood on one side of the street if you wanted christmas decorations this was the place to be there were multicolored beaded garlands christmas wreaths candles santa claus figures and more looking at them brian thought that everything under the sun was available there but that wasn't all there were stalls for pet lovers ornamental fish parrots lovebirds and puppies all waiting to be taken to their new homes vegetable and fruit stalls with their heap baskets were crowded as people shopped for the holiday oh and not to forget the stalls selling toys for kids no one goes home empty handed from the shandy do they ma the festive year had brian firmly in its loop when they reached tana's home grandpa was on the veranda waiting for them 
Brian shot out of the auto and ran into his arms. Grandpa, I missed you very much. He put his face on Grandpa's chest and stayed still for a minute. Yum! I can smell Nana's baking from there. I know what she's making. It's Christmas plum cake, isn't it? I know that smell from anywhere. The spices, fruits and nuts soaked in wine. Mmm! Sniffed Brian as he went to the kitchen. Nana was scooping up a cup of flour. Her apron, cheeks and hair all dusty with flour. Nana, I'm home. Brian shouted joyfully. Startled, Nana's hand shook. It looked like she was going to hurl up the cup of flour in the air. But it scattered all over her face and the container landed on the floor with a thud. Ha ha, Brian laughed. Nana, you look like Mr. Baker. We have started Christmas Eve with a bang, laughed Nana as she pulled him to her. Nana, what are you making for this Christmas? asked Brian. What's a festival if you can't munch on the goodies? Well, I've made Christmas cookies, gingerbread man, candy cane, Christmas pudding on your all-time favorite Christmas fruitcake. Does that make you happy, little one? Nana tilted her head. Wait, what about turkey biryani and minced pie? Yes, kiddo, that's for Christmas lunch, said Nana. Brian couldn't have been happier. Christmas at Nana's was the best. There was everything that he wanted. His grandparents, Nana's food and the friends he met only here. Ma! Papa, I'm off to play with Angel and Joseph, if that's okay with you. At their nod, he ran out to the backyard. Nana's house shared the backyard with another family. They had been friends for a long time. Joseph, Angel, where are you guys? Brian ran into their hall, shouting for his friends. Thumb, thumb, thumb. Footsteps thundered down the stairs. Two sets of feet and arms flying in the air landed on Brian. Why are you late, Dad? asked Joseph. Hey, the train was on time. We took an auto so I could have a good look at the shandy, said Brian. Guess what Amma has made for Christmas? We have murukus, ola pakodas, kalakalas, adhirsam, sev, and oh, your favorite ladus. Angel counted the goodies as she reeled them out. Kids, it's already late. The crib and the tree are in the backyard. Go, go, decorate it. Jirunanti shoot them out of the house. The two families shared the Christmas tree. So, the kids could celebrate together. The children unpacked the boxes and hung the decorations. Brian was fond of putting the crib. Joe and Angel were decorating the Christmas tree. Brian, you know Gia, don't you? She spent her entire day at the orphanage 
and took some gifts for the kids. She showed me some pictures, Joseph told his friends. Oh, okay, Brian nodded. Shall we also go there to distribute gifts and take photos with them? Asked Angel. Yeah, we could do that. That would be nice, thought Brian. The following day, the two families went to a nearby orphanage. The children in the institution liked having visitors. Brian, Angel and Joseph started a conversation with them. Other neighbors from the railway colony were there as well. There was Uncle Rajan, Uncle Murthy, Auntie Mala and Auntie Ramya. They all were dressed up as Santa but had their faces uncovered. Uncle Rajan, why didn't you cover your face with Santa's mask? You're no Santa without a long white beard, said Brian laughing at Uncle Rajan. Ah, but if I cover my face with a mask and beard, how will the kids know I'm giving the gifts? I'm their Santa. Rajan uncle smiled back. Soon there was a big din in the garden. The adults started giving out the gifts, not caring to talk to the kids. Hello kids, come along. Here, stand in line to collect the gifts. Uncle Murthy called to them. Let us take a selfie with kids, Uncle Rajan piped in. The aunties rushed to pose near the kids. You cannot click a selfie without us, giggled Auntie Mala. Yes, we are going to photobomb you, chuckled Auntie Ramya. Brian watched the adults pose as if handling the gifts to the children. The children looked so eager to tear the wrapping paper and see what was inside. But the kids knew they must wait for the photo session to be over. They were too polite not to understand the rules. Wow, the clicks have turned out good, said Uncle Murthy. Murthy, send us the snap soon. I'll post it on Facebook and Instagram and make it my WhatsApp status, said Auntie Mala. Youth calling to Brian, youth calling to Brian. Joseph's voice shook Brian out of his thoughts. Come, we'll take snaps and share them with our friends. Brian stood there hesitating. No, I'm not for it. He shook his head firmly. Why don't you want to be known as the Santa of those kids? asked Joseph. No, Joe, I don't want to be known as their Santa. I want to be a secret Santa whom the kids can never see, replied Brian. Secret Santa? Angel and Joe looked at their friend questioningly. Yes, I want to be a secret Santa and remain anonymous. I don't want to be known as a generous giver to any circle of friends. I want to be anonymous. We should be motivated by our passion for helping others and not by how many people appreciate our work. As our Lord said, I don't want my left hand to know what my right hand does. Let the Lord be a witness to our needs, Brian declared. Their visit 
ended with a delicious dinner and choruses of Merry Christmas. When they reached home, the kids went to the backyard to finish decorating the crib and the Christmas tree. Brian gave the final touches to the crib. Was there enough space for baby Jesus to be placed there after midnight service? Yes, indeed. Christmas is the season of love, hope and joy. Baby Jesus was waiting to be born in many little hearts. Are you all waiting for baby Jesus to be born into our hearts? Who do you wish to be kids? Santa or the secret Santa? Wasn't that a lovely story, my friends? You know, it is nice to be appreciated when we do something for others. We feel good about ourselves. But sometimes we get lost in that feeling. It's a very human thing to do, but we must learn to give so that it's meaningful to the other person. Other people may not get to hear about it, but that's okay, isn't it? Write to us and let us know what you think about our story. We wish you all a very Merry Christmas in advance. Come back next week for our next Masala Fairy Tale. Until then, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. Mm-hmm.